0: Hello, everybody. This is Daniel without Greg. What you're about to hear is a song by the Del Rubio triplets, which is a group that used to come to play for the patients at Rockhaven, which we didn't mention in the episode. We forgot to mention why we were playing this song beforehand in our introduction. So just so this makes a little bit of sense, that's what you're about to hear. So that is this introduction to the introduction to the introduction of this field trip episode. Okay.
1: like
0: Hello, hey, hello, friends of LA Meekly, friends of the world, friends of Rock, Rock Haven. Haven? What's not this Not question now? mark, <laughs> exclamation mark, mark. Uh, and then an upside down one beforehand.
1: Be to, for we include
0: everybody. Yeah, Spanish speakers. Yeah, but we include everybody, but only English and Spanish. speakers.
2: Uh, it's all we know. <laughs> the I
0: rest know. of you, no thanks. Daniel learned French, and he does not going to go back to it. <laughs> I learned French, and it taught
2: me how to speak Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> Here we are with another field trip episode, and it was one that we were so happy to take. Yeah, uh, we've been hearing about this for a while now. Yeah, because yeah. they had
0: asked us for a while to like come to one of their things, and every. single Single time we were working. Yeah,
2: yeah. We didn't really know what to expect. We had heard a little bit about it online. They had sent me some, sent us some information, so we didn't know where we were going to go. And once we got there, I, I still kind of like blown away at how beautiful it was and what a great place it was. The yeah. tour was fantastic. Well, what it
0: is is the Rock Haven Sanitarium in La Crescenta, in La Crescenta, which was a place where we'll get into it more. Yeah. But it was, only, it was only for women, and it was a place you know, if you had health issues, mental or mental, otherwise, yeah. you can go there to recover. It's that sort of place. Mm-hmm.
2: From the outside, it's weird because it, it looks. We both agreed when we were there, like, oh, this is so much bigger than we We could take this place. I could fist fight this. It just doesn't look as vast as it is from the sidewalk yeah. well, it's even, kind of a, even, a weird optical illusion
0: i want to talk even uh, even she was saying that everyone has that moment of like this place is it's so much bigger than yeah it i think
2: is. she said it was like three acres i believe and it I kind of know. yeah it felt like it she so- said
0: green acres is the place to be that might have yeah been-
2: <laughs> she, she said farm living is the life for me
0: <laughs> and then she put on some overalls and then yeah. we were asked to leave
2: i had to take my wall street tie off and start hoeing. Uh, Get uh, out! <laughs> it's a beautiful place. I'm, I I took pictures galore, and I yeah. haven't shared a single one with anybody, so yeah. unfortunately.
0: Because the thing about it is, those places tend to be a little creepy, <laughs> as, you were, yeah. a, as you were, as you were, as you to were. Be. as you were, as <laughs> you were. Because it is, you know, there was there was hospital rooms and mm-hmm. stuff like that, and yeah. a lot of, you know sick people live there which in itself can be creepy but it's also a very open airy sunny yeah. nice kind of place
2: it, it's a good mix of the two things yeah. like it it feels like feels like it feels love. like Cali- it feels like california through several different eras because they yeah. left a lot of stuff preserved yeah. left a lot of stuff is left over yeah. so it just feels like it could feel like an old hollywood movie at the same time it could feel like a 70s resort <laughs> that might be in like big Sur. like it's yeah. it feels like a lot of different things and i really like yeah. it at the
0: same time i would not want to be there after dark uh
2: no i'll give it a try we
0: talk about how we visited she she um she has a name
2: by the way and it's oh yeah did we say her name we didn't say her name yeah joanna linkhorst thank you who's the president of uh, friends of Rockhaven organization
0: because the place isn't in operation but they're trying to get it sort of historic status and Mm -hmm. that sort of thing to protect it yeah if you want to help out with that you can write to your local glendale representative and try to convince them that this is something that they should sort of get behind and protecting they also have a gofundme but you can support them directly on their website which is friendsofrockhaven.org Or you can follow them on Twitter, Rockhaven Friend, or Instagram, friends underscore of underscore Rockhaven.
2: Perfect. And all you need to do is stop in one time and you will already want to be helping to save this place. Yeah, it's it's it's, a really nice place. It is one of those places that needs to survive into the 22nd century. (laughs) Like me. (laughs) Nanotexting to keep me alive. (sighs) And it's a place that, that doesn't get talked about enough. Like, for an old yeah. alley history place, n- not enough people are mentioning. It hasn't become that place of, like, the observatory or, like, the Cecil Hotel or any other places that people come <laughs> it's out of not,
0: It's not a great beloved landmark like the, the Cecil, Cecil Hotel. Hotel. yeah.
2: <laughs> but it definitely needs to be kept the way it is. Like, it's, it, I think it's, it's yeah. really great.
0: Or do what she kind of plans to yes. do with it, which would be really cool. And you'll hear about that if you listen to the episode. As for us, subscribe to us on iTunes if we'll, you don't already.
2: We'd certainly appreciate it. We would appreciate stars it. Stars, review. Whatever you got in you.
0: Leave stars. If you can, if you have an iPhone, just open your uh, podcast app. It's right there. Look for us. Subscribe. All that.
2: Your handsome Meekly boys are also uh, on Patreon. You can find us there. Uh, You can help support this podcast. We give different tiers of giving back to you for supporting us.
0: We can send you postcards. We could send you Instax pictures. We could give you bonus content. Uh, Someday, maybe we'll give you, if you need a boost climbing over a gate to rob some house, Uh, we (laughs) could give you that. We'll we'll have a Patreon level for that.
2: You, my dad's bolt cutters. I don't know. We <laughs> follow, can follow us, us on, on Twitter, Twitter at
0: LA Meekly, Instagram,
2: Instagram LA underscore Meekly. Email us questions for the show. We are now taking one question per episode. Yeah, if and you we have answer a, them, if you
0: have a question about Los Angeles history or about Los Angeles or culture or podcast. us or yeah. the podcast, how tall is Greg? Not that much. <laughs> how tall is Greg? Easy answer. <laughs> um, <laughs> that email address is la.meekly at gmail.com. You can also, if you want to be a subject of a field trip episode or North Sil- know someone who should, or North. God, someone who yeah. <laughs> should be. Email us. Facebook, LA Meekly.
2: We have a Tumblr page. This is like a main hub. It has the episode archive. It's alameekly.tumblr.com
0: I think that's literally everything we have in the world. I've We've given you everything.
2: I don't even remember what our future episode, we're we recording in two days, is going to be about because I just launched all this stuff. I've just been keeping all this promotional stuff in my head.
0: Our main episode for the next month is coming out in a few days. So listen to this. It'll get you pumped. Listen to it. It'll get your heart rate up. Mm-hmm. Listen to it. You can go to the gym and work out to it. That's your dog listening to it. He's getting pumped. (laughs) Your dog is getting jacked because
2: of (laughs) Your dog is ripped because of podcasts. You're welcome. In
0: particular, L.A. Meekly. (laughs) You're welcome for that doggy six-pack your dog has.
2: In dogs, it's (laughs) 32-pack. I don't know math. It might be 54.
0: (laughs) Well, we don't need to do the math on it because it's stupid. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, uh, that's us Listen to this. Um, We'll see you in a week or so for the next episode.
2: Yeah, I hope you enjoy it. And I hope you enjoy this field trip as much as we did. Bye-bye. Chewing gum. They'll get it later.
0: All right. You want to ask the first one while sure. I adjust my badge I have to wear? belt buckle yeah. have
1: to wear? <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> the great pacemaker you bought.
2: So who are you and how long have you lived in LA?
1: Oh, my name is Joanna Linkhorst and I have lived in the Crescenta Valley all of my life. I'm second generation Los Angelino. My mom grew up down on 28th Street off of Figueroa. She used to roller skate up to Dehaney's front porch and look in his front door. <laughs> really? Yeah. She'd Did walk herself over to the Natural History Museum and look at the stereoscopes to entertain herself. Great stories. No, Those are
0: great. <laughs> Everyone was trying to peep in on Doheny's. Right? Wouldn't what would you doing in there?
1: Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Give
0: me some oil. Uh, So where are we right now?
1: We are in Rockhaven Sanitarium, which we now call the Rockhaven Historic District. It was founded in 1923, and it's in what was first Verdugo City, then Montrose, and part of the city of Glendale. Now owned by the city of Glendale.
0: This whole, which air, this whole area is part of Glendale, or it is.
1: Yeah, it's a it's a confusing yeah. pattern <laughs> up over the Verdugo Mountains, mm-hmm. reaching up from Lowell over to Pennsylvania, but down somewhere around here in Honolulu and Hermosa and over through Montrose. So basically, they pulled in all of the good businesses. Oh, okay. Honolulu
0: yeah. and Hermosa are street names. <laughs> <laughs> in pleasure way. Owns, yeah. and yes. Glendale <laughs> owns part of Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you do here?
1: Oh, I am a founding member and president of the Friends of Rockhaven. As an unemployed mom, <laughs> I have the opportunity <laughs> of being able to spend all my time focusing on trying to get Rockhaven open as a park. I call it my full-time non-paying job. (laughs) You're doing a great job. Hey, we we have one also. (laughs) We're all doing our full-time (laughs) non-paying job right now.
0: What is this place's role in the city?
1: Well, in the Crescenta Valley alone, let alone uh, Los Angeles and California, uh, we had from Tehunga Canyon over to the Arroyo as many as 26 sanitariums, mm-hmm. both mental and respiratory. And this is the last one. Really? And it's fully intact. It was in operation until 2006. There's tile in the buildings from 1931. There's buildings from 1920 to 1939. And it still has the forms of the beautiful gardens that once were here. And... It is significant in its history not just because it's representative of the sanitariums that were here and the fact that it is everything that once was here is still here and you can see it now it was run for women only by women and uh, just only three years after women got the right to vote this woman Agnes Richards opens this place to give women dignified and safe treatment to be able to recover and go home not just be locked away for unknown periods of time.
0: Well, you were saying that like nobody here was put in here for like masturbation or hysteria or Correct, yeah. Like well,
1: <laughs> there was somebody that was put in here for going through menopause. Her husband yeah, said that <laughs> she wasn't acting like herself and so she needed to be put away. And at least he chose this place. You know, she didn't go to L.A. County Hospital or or Patton. She had a gardener and a chef and these beautiful oak trees and these wonderful houses. And I'm thinking she didn't want to go back to him. Yeah, 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 I'm crazy. I got to stay here. Sorry. (laughs) There was a woman that was here. You know, normally the idea was to show up and then go home. But she ended up being here for like 50 years. And I had a feeling that, that she would. You know, they'd say, "You know, you look like you're doing all right." And she'd go, "Oh, oh no, no! I, I think I need to have another cinnamon roll under that oak tree over there." I'm sit in the garden for a yeah. French festivals in a week. I, I gotta, I gotta stay here.
0: But you were saying that it's, it, yeah, it wasn't. You weren't meant to be here your entire life right, originally In, or yeah originally, the
1: idea yeah. was this was a place to be able to recover you were going to be active there was a garden yeah. you were you, there's all these gathering areas that the women were going to go out to and look at the verdugos look at the san gabriels be under the gorgeous oak trees and this place is built on a slope and she appreciated that all of these walkways undulate with the hillside because she felt you were more in touch with nature mm-hmm. that way and it was important to the recovery.
0: It's a lot bigger than I thought it was like when we saw it from the street I just saw like one or two buildings I was like oh that, that's it and then we cut around those and there's like eight more buildings and gardens everywhere.
1: It's about three and a half acres. And you're saying
2: that every like all the little pathways are connected so you you there's no way to really get lost here. Like everything sort of swings around, connects to another building and stuff. And it's really neat, the little pathways that's built
1: here. First time people end up feeling lost. Yeah. It's like, I don't know where. And it's like, it's really easy, actually. Because <laughs> Keep walking. the whole idea of creating this compound was you want to get out of the building. You want to be outside, the mm-hmm. little gathering areas. This little brick patio out here under the oak trees and the pine tree. Out in front, the little fountain area that had all the the little statues of the fishing gnome and the little castle <laughs> and the beautiful faux bois furniture yeah. that's art in its own. Yeah. And it's very quiet inside these walls. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And,
0: and it is nice to look at the mountains mm-hmm. right looming above you, but in mm-hmm. a good way. A good looming. Good yeah. looming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're very green right
1: now. It's really yeah. Pretty. Yeah. yeah. And I think that there's still healing here. It's still peaceful. A place mm-hmm. for rest. Yeah. It was a place of rest and rehabilitation for women suffering from overwork and exhaustion. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's why I'm drawn here. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Aside from all the asbestos that's on the floor in front and of us and here, and it's lead a Paint that's <laughs> falling down. Yeah. Every half the rooms you went, we went into, you're like, you know, don't breathe too much. <laughs> 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 you might not want to kick that. Do
1: not lick the wall. This <laughs> tastes like strawberries. <laughs> <laughs> Snacking on paint chips. <laughs> Leave me be. <laughs> uh,
2: so, what's the most important thing in here? Most
1: important thing. Yeah. Um, the most, the most significant, I think, would be that statue. Mm-hmm. There is a gliding McBean statue called reclining nude. <laughs> and why is it called that? <laughs> <laughs> because it is a naked woman who is reclining. <laughs> she but not, you know, stretched out prone. She's got her knees up. She's mm-hmm. leaning back with her head looking up to the sun and she's just <laughs> basking and she has the most beautiful smile on yeah. her face. And she so much represents what Rockhaven was, this woman who was able to recover and bask in the sunshine and get a smile back on her face. And she's a little beat up too, just like Rockhaven is. So. Yeah. <laughs> I think that the tile, yeah, the tile yeah, in yeah. the bathrooms that you can't see. Because if somebody has moved into a house, you can't walk up and say, hi, can I see the tile in your bathroom? <laughs> yeah. And perhaps they've even had to change it because they've got to live there. All those wonderful places in Pasadena that are businesses, mm-hmm. fantastic that the, the buildings are saved, but you can't see what the inside is yeah. like. And here we've still got the insides. <laughs> and to be able to see the vibrant colors, the way things were built in 1931, mm-hmm. I think is very significant. And if anything happens to this place it would have to be changed the exteriors are supposed to be protected but where else can you see these interiors
2: yeah you yeah, I, I, you gave us a, a really great tour which Thank i you. suggest everyone should take but like you, you were talking about like this leaving everything as is like the paint and as faded as it is and the, we were talking about like the rust needs to stay cuz it, <laughs> it like feels like you're stepping into something else that's much older and stuff it's not renovated like there's all natural light in this room that we're in right now and there's no lights that are on it uh, just yeah. feels really there hasn't
0: been, i don't think i've seen a single light that's yeah. actually been on today
1: well this building is from 1921 and you know these are people from the midwest that came out to really appreciate the weather that they're going to find out here yeah i get a kick out of the 1920s building because it has a storm cellar and it's like (laughs) not necessary (laughs) but to be able to open up all these windows and it's as if you're outside yeah that's that's the way that they really appreciated coming out to southern california yeah
0: and each of the buildings like the tiles were like different colors in each bathroom yeah <laughs> vibrant
1: every one of them was a different color yeah and vibrant colors yeah, yeah she had a great time decorating yeah. every
0: building has its own uh sort of ca- flavor flavor <laughs> <to laughs> and yeah. each bathroom
1: within each building yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah.
0: what is your favorite thing here
1: statue mm-hmm. uh and the piece Um, When I lead a tour, I let everybody go into the 1939 building with its Pepto-Bismol walls (laughs) and look at the sign that says, do not drink water above this shelf, (laughs) and look in closets and find old puzzles and brassiere and old photos (laughs) and things. And I go in the back where there's cork oak trees and watch the squirrels. And we're just a block off of a relatively busy street, Honolulu Avenue. Yeah, it's the
2: main drag, right? Of, uh, of Montrose. Montrose. Yeah.
1: yeah. And it's really, really peaceful back yeah. there. Yeah. And frequently when I lead a tour, that's exactly when somebody with their blasting radio in their car goes <laughs> driving by or <laughs> helicopter flies. <laughs> but I listen to the, the woodpeckers and the sycamore trees and see the lizards run around. And yeah. this is a remarkable spot of peace. It's, it's yeah. quite lovely. Yeah. It's my oasis. I call it um, when things are really, really tough and I'm really frustrated and I think we're never going to get this open. I just get back on this property and it's like, Oh, God, we got to save this. God, <laughs> we so need to get this open for everybody yeah. to the public. It's publicly owned, and it should be open for the public to be able to come and experience, not just if they can afford to stay here or not. Yeah.
0: So what, what is... The- I mean, because you were talking about like almost like Olvera Street, like some of the buildings have shops in it. Like what is, the, what, what is your ideal situation for this whole place?
1: So there's 12 buildings on this property from 1920 to 1939. And then there's the one from 1972, which is not part of the historic registry. And so we have come up with some people that if they can afford to, which it turns out it's really expensive to make a park as a private human being, <laughs> uh, they would knock down that building and open that space up. And the kitchen would turn into a restaurant, and there Mm. would be outdoor dining. Oh, wow. And I don't want these buildings to be empty. I want them to be alive. Yeah. Um, The one that we're sitting in would be perfect as a little tea shop, Mm -hmm. a little tea house where you could have coffee and bring your book and sit over there in the window seat. And we've got a lot of people that want to do art and therapy. Uh, The woman who owns the local newspaper would like to move her offices onto this property. And then that one big one uh, we would like to preserve as a museum so that we would be able to save everything that's in there and you wouldn't have to take out the tile. You wouldn't have to change anything that's in there because it would have to be altered to be usable. It could just be display.
0: Yeah, it's because the way it's laid out, it's almost like how Portico was. It was, yeah. yeah it was. <laughs> we should turn this into a big mall. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well kind of. <laughs> but yeah, it's like different different sort of areas and each one is sort of a different thing and you could just come in and hang out and enjoy it.
1: There's a couple of things that, that people say when they get on here. One of them is, oh, it's bigger than I thought. So mm-hmm. that's our Doctor Who moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's bigger on the inside. And the other is, we should have weddings out on the front. Oh, yeah. yeah. And yeah, and that's totally what we want to do. yeah we, we we don't bring the gardens back the way that Ivan Cole had them with all the massive flowers and the tons mm-hmm. of water that would be necessary. Mm-hmm. But we've got all kinds of people like Theodore Payne interested in Putting in the natives and doing display gardens. Yeah,
2: Brand Park is a good example of how to turn a historic building into a park that is functional and everything. I think that that's owned
1: by the city of Glendale, and they didn't want it at first. They did not want it. (laughs) No, (laughs) (laughs) odd. Always have the Griffith Park. They didn't first. The city didn't want. Yeah, Yeah. and then there's a spot over in Pasadena when uh, Mr. Bush passed away. Mrs. Bush tried to give their... Gardens away in the city of Pasadena. Yeah, they don't yeah, want yeah. it, and now it's a bunch of houses. Yep. <laughs> it sure then is then you bush can, Gardens. Yeah, yeah, walk around and look at all the little things that got left behind. But yeah, you can't go in, right? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, there's
2: a lesson that's not being learned here. I can't <laughs> put my finger on it. So, what would LA be like without this place?
1: Oh, it would be it, not a lot of people know that it's here, yeah. But those of us who do, we would certainly be missing a green space, A yeah, beautiful, peaceful space. space, a chunk of history. There's nothing that I hate more than driving up to one of those historical markers that says five miles from here, there used to be, yeah. you know, and there's no point in saying, you know, once upon a time, there used to be a whole bunch of sanitariums mm-hmm. and. The one that had Francis Farmer is now a Ralph's. (laughs) And the one that was most recent is now tract housing. And you can imagine what kind of ghosts those people are having. (laughs) You built on top of him. (laughs) But yeah, just historic buildings. The the ability to, not just the exteriors, because you can see those in lots of places, but the interiors. And the oak trees. And the idea that this is a place that a woman decided to do something different to protect women to give them an opportunity to do something different even without the history it's just a beautiful spot to be yeah and it would it would be if this was all housing it would it would be like a black hole for me
2: yeah
0: it's also because there is a there's a little downtown sort of area right down the street yes it's, it's it's good that there's something that's not just Tr- Trader Joe's. Yeah. Trader ta- Joe's yeah. and then houses. <laughs> Old
1: Town Montrose, yeah, yeah. And that's been becoming more and more vibrant. It's been yeah. so fun as I've grown up here to see you show up at night and there's tons of people walking still and it's just Amazing. beautiful, vibrant, alive Yeah, yeah. I And like then it. And they could come they, here. They yeah. love this and they want to have a little trolley that connects I the two these. places because yeah. a lot of people come up from like Long Beach and they say, where do I go eat? And it's like, well, mm-hmm. there's this place, this place, this place, this place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's the cafeteria here. That's <laughs> there's <laughs> a ghost chef. <laughs> <laughs> there's a, a gentleman who contacted me. His grandmother used to work here mm-hmm. and he saw a picture of the chef and he goes, oh, chef. Oh, <laughs> I remember him, he used to make these cinnamon rolls. They were awful. <laughs> <laughs> and the fact that that was such a favorite memory of his, that these awful cinnamon rolls was just a wonderful thing from his childhood. I love it. But
0: it, it is, because these sorts of places are a huge part of the whole history of the city. Mm-hmm. Like oh. how many, because you were saying there's none none in this area. This is the only one left yeah. in this area. Because isn't there one in like, isn't there something in Pasadena that's like a big, huge building? What is that?
1: There. Oh man, I'm sorry. I can't remember the name of it. There is a place that's still there. It was one of the first ones that was the the cottage therapy idea so they learned down in the south That where they weren't going to be putting the white people and the black people together, that we'll put those people out there in that house and the white people will be in the beautiful hospital (laughs) and And the people that recovered faster were the ones that were in the home-like settings. Really? So out here, some people decided to try and do something like that. And a gentleman did that out in Pasadena and it's still in operation right now. It's more of a drug rehab facility right now. And uh, he used to have horses and cows, but somebody from Pasadena came up and said... You- can't have farm animals here in Pasadena and what? he gave them to Disneyland Really? and I didn't even know that Disneyland had <laughs> farm animals what did they do with yeah, so sometime, <laughs> exactly sometimes the 1950s I don't know one of those places that Walt opened as, <laughs> as a restaurant I don't know. horses are used to pull
0: the carriage no. and and so the cows are eaten immediately, it, wait, immediately. Sure. <laughs> so there's
1: a one chunk that you can walk into that is still old from the 1920s I believe it might huh. be earlier but the rest of it of course is modernized and, and, yeah. uh, and taken care of and you're not allowed to walk in there yeah
0: yeah it is a good link to the past of because we whenever we do episodes it's inevitable like this person came here because they're whoever had tuberculosis and they wanted yeah. to get fresh air and yeah. it's good to have a a place like this like oh that did exist yeah that
2: was a part of our yeah the yeah. selling point of California was yeah. like Yo, you the air is gonna cure all your problems
1: yeah if you didn't come for gold you came for your health yeah either yeah. mental or respiratory gold yeah. is good for my health <laughs> that's <laughs> that's right. that was, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Not everybody's. <laughs>
0: so what's the strangest thing that's ever happened here
1: <laughs> um my favorite story uh the gen- one of the gentlemen who before i was able to be involved came here and helped clean it up when the city first purchased it and he says that he was reaching over a cabinet and he found some pills and he realized that somebody must have been cheeking their medication and at that moment he felt a very angry presence behind him <laughs> As if somebody said, I've been caught, I've been found out, <laughs> and you're finding it. And somebody else suggested maybe it was a hoarder. Who's all, don't you take that? That's mine. <laughs> so I thought, oh, that's my favorite
0: Tell us the story again of Marilyn Monroe's mom.
1: Okay, <laughs> so uh, Marilyn called it the best place you can be if you have to be someplace like that, uh-huh. I guess. <laughs> and when she could afford to, she brought her mother here, and her mother was here for about a 15, 17 years. But, um, she struggled with the need to not be here mm-hmm. and escaped several times. The most infamous one, she needed a dramatic escape <laughs> and she tied bed sheets together and went out a tiny window in the closet. <laughs> Back in the 20s and 30s they didn't wash their clothes that often so the closets had little windows in them to air the clothes out oh, and right. that's the window she chose to go out. She makes it out several miles away to oh. another church they find her hiding down by the water heater. And um, somehow a local photographer caught sight of this and got a wonderful picture of her when she was being uh, taken to the police station to then be returned here.
0: <laughs> and it, the window, it's like not even... It's like five <laughs> feet off the it's ground. not even one story. <laughs> it's so low to the ground. She's a tiny woman. Yeah, It could have
2: been, it could have been huge to her. <laughs> What's this place's best kept secret?
1: This place is the best kept secret that shouldn't be kept. Yeah. Uh, people who live here go where's Rockhaven? I <laughs> said it's that wall with the Bougainvillea on the north side of Honolulu Avenue that you don't pay any attention to yeah. because it's just a wall. A uh, wonderful old gate that's still yeah, here. Yeah, the gate's nice. Um, and some people go, oh, yeah, that place. <laughs> but it's just, more people should be able to experience this. Again, even if you don't even learn the history, it's just a wonderful place to be. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah. When's the best time to come here?
1: The only time that you can come here... <laughs> <laughs> is when we're allowed a tour, and the first Saturday of the month, we are allowed to have cleaning days. The place is not open to the public. Tours are only open to groups, so then I say this group would like to come on a tour. May we have access, and we lead tours at 10 a.m., And 1 p.m. on those days. So if you email us at friendsofrockhaven at gmail.com, I can get you on a list and let you know when we'll be able to have our next tour. Or you can help me arrange our next tour because we're not on here (laughs) unless uh, somebody asks to be on here. But Cleaning Day is a really awesome day for Saturday of the month. From 9 until noon, all of the buildings are open. And when you take care of a place, you take ownership of a place. Mm -hmm. Like you saw my daughter when somebody went walking into the kitchen after she (laughs) mopped it. Somebody's Uh, walking on my floor. (laughs) I think that was me. (laughs) (laughs) And you get to see all the details that are here. You know, it it took me... Months before I saw the little drinking fountain. It took me months before I saw the little places where they would put the banners, those, like for holiday banners. All right. And I realized that those weren't out on the street, those weren't for other people, those were for the ladies <laughs> that were here. Mm-hmm. And Patricia told me, and it was good to help them know what time of year it was. Mm. All this thought that went into these things. You can see the faux bois furniture, but you have to go over there to pull the weeds to realize (laughs) that there's little fake uh, mushrooms that are there just for decoration. They're only there just to be a lovely thing for you to find peace and enjoy.
0: Well we saw a couple there were two groups we saw that were having photo shoots here. So who do people just say like we want to I consider a photo shoot? I
1: consider this a work day mm-hmm. and they're doing their work. Okay. And so they will come in and they will take their photos and they will tag Friends of Rockhaven right. or Rockhaven and uh, hopefully more people will learn about this place and know that it's a place that shouldn't just be saved but opened as well
2: yeah utilized
1: yeah so there's a couple of people when they started to look into selling the property respecting that we didn't want more housing up here in the Crescenta Valley that they would sell the property to do something else and several of them were um, drug rehab facilities Mm -hmm. one of them was cliffs at Malibu and I thought wouldn't you be just a little disappointed if you signed up for Cliffs of Malibu and you walk in here and go, where's my cliffs? (laughs) 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 Lovely mountains, but (laughs) I don't see any ocean waves. And then the one that was closest to happening was a hotel that would be, um, they considered it public that the public would be able to access it, but the public would have to come and eat here or be able to stay here. Mm -hmm. And if you can afford $320 a night, then you get to enjoy the rest and rehabilitation of Rock Haven. (laughs) And I really think, particularly since it's owned by the public right now, we have an opportunity to do something unique and beautiful and fabulous for everyone whether they can afford it or not
2: yeah where should do you park when you come here you can only park
1: on the street right now and that's one of the reasons why we didn't want housing over on what is now a vacant lot which is covered with oak trees (laughs) because as it is there's no place to park and if you put housing over there and you want to have something happen within the walled historic area then where are you going to park so we think that that should be parking when the place is open it Mm -hmm. will be parking but right now you just park on the street
0: I pulled right in through the gate. No. I get to. I'm president. <laughs> Believe
1: me, and the day that I got to do that, oh, I felt really no.
0: So what's, what's the best place to eat around here? Okay, so when you're visiting? don't get the cinnamon rolls.
1: Um, <laughs> <laughs> my first thought always goes to a little place down in Montrose, just a couple blocks away, called Black Cow. It's a little American restaurant. Really, really nice place. All kinds of variety of foods. But there are four Italian restaurants three sushi restaurants <laughs> a couple coffee shops a fabulous ice cream store Ooh. Uh, Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> town is a lovely place but they're not open for lunch mm. we're getting a new place on the corner finally that they're calling fast food it used to be a 1950s diner kind of place oh. it's been closed for six years we're finally getting Call a new McDonald's. one McDonald's yeah. so, McDonald's yeah well there's Burger King you know <laughs> over there right as more and more shopping online happens yeah. more and more restaurants are moving in down yeah. the entrance, and for some reason they're all being supported And it's a really fun place (laughs) to be able to go and and stroll. Fabulous old Mexican restaurant, Joselito's. Mm. Fabulous old uh, Americanized Mexican (laughs) restaurant, (laughs) El El Rio I think I'll try both of them yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll be a more American lunch and one. dinner <laughs> <laughs> It's one of those taco Tuesday places that the yeah. old ladies go to because they can handle it you know the spicy is very not spicy yeah exactly <laughs> I'll be there <laughs> well yeah that's all the questions
0: we have yeah Thanks. Joanna thank you very much yeah. Yeah. I really appreciate you we've guys we've been trying coming. to coordinate this for a while yeah. and glad it finally happened <laughs>
1: well I love this place with all my heart when they first were purchasing it I had little kids and there wasn't anything that I could really do mm-hmm. but when the time came came for renewed interest in it. My kids were older and off to their own things, except my daughter who came along with me (laughs) and is the secretary of uh, the Friends of Rockhaven. And is it every workday, every time we set up at the Montrose Harvest Market, she's sitting up there. I would not be able to do this without her. They said they want to lead a tour. And I said, well, I have just trained as a docent down at the Autry. <laughs> <laughs> and they said, great, because I hate doing it. And I like, <laughs> <laughs> so I had to learn everything, and everything was wrong because oh. Agnes told stories about her life that tried to make her look more sophisticated. Oof. But the fact that she came from nothing and created this beautiful place and was able to take care of herself and her grandchildren and her mom and yeah. her son and all of these women, and when you take care of women, you take care of their families. Mm-hmm. To be able to do all of this was was just far more interesting story than what she told my first time of leading the tour was my first time on the property and I didn't want to leave <laughs> i left my heart behind and and uh, so any opportunity i get to be here is a wonderful wonderful day it's thank beautiful you. Yeah. thank you that thank you nice. <laughs> now let's say something mean <laughs> 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 my coping mechanism yeah. <laughs>